Hello, and welcome to Horror. This is a podcast in which Lee and Adam take their friend Chris on a journey through horror cinema. New episodes are posted every two weeks, and you can follow us at SoundCloud, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Please post any questions with the hashtag AskWelcomeToHorror, and the gang will answer them on the show. Before we begin, two warnings. There will be both swearing and spoilers in abundance, so we recommend that you have watched the movie being discussed first. Thank you for listening. Noise and, and you know, it sounded mostly like the way various um, notes of noise. Okay, notes of noise and noise of notes. That's it. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I told uh, Jennifer and Adam I had the funniest thing today, and it really nailed me for no apparent reason. I was <coughs> listening to um, uh, Vitriola podcast. Oh, yeah, and <laughs> Robin Inch said, just out of the blue for no apparent reason, it had nothing to do with the conversation. He said, Do you know what I like to do? I like to sit on my hand for a really long time until it goes really, really numb and take some money out of my wallet and buy something that feels like somebody else has bought it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, it just made me laugh until I was almost sick. There's it's stranger just... in the shops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Horror. I'm Lee. I'm Adam. I'm Chris. I'm Jennifer. Uh, and as promised, we are here at the beginning of our Halloween uh, season, I suppose. Um, starting finally after over a year of recording, uh, nearly two, year and a half, year and a half or so, um, and we are finally covering uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Woo! Yay! And Lee is dressed as a transvestite. <laughs> oh, I'm always dressed as a transvestite. Yeah, that's just a given. <laughs> but, but today it's For the benefits of the yeah. tape, Lee's always finally. dressed as a transvestite. <laughs> finally it's appropriate. Keep telling you, don't go to Actually, wedding like that. Don't go to work like that. I think you've confused it there. Dressed like a transvestite? No. Lee's a transvestite. Yeah, he's not dressed as one. No. He's not an analogy. Yeah, yeah. no. No, no. not similarly. This, no. no. this is not an impression, this is a way of life. Yeah. Um, mm. So, but, but before we get to that. Um, Wouldn't that undermine the police, though? Oh. This bloke comes up to me, dressed like a policeman. <laughs> a police uh. Yeah, well, you say that, you're dressed as <laughs> a policeman. Um, <laughs> um, so before we get to that, Chris, what have you been watching? Anything horror or close to? You look scared? So I don't think the TV's been on. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, he is, he's on the sofa. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, come back to me I might think of something okay Adam <laughs> um, well I've kind of got a horror story so okay. I'll give you that I'm scared already um, <laughs> well on the last on A Dark Song I did mention about the fact that I had to give a stall sample because of the weird pain in my stomach Ooh. 
Um, so I went for a colonoscopy. Oh, that sounds like fun. That is a horror story. But, mm. no, according to the doctor, they were all clear you on the colonoscopy. You have a very loose did, did uh, intestines. Impressive bowel was the, use, was the term used. Wow. He said, oh, you have an impressive bowel. You know, and it was healthy and everything else like that. So it's like, oh, that's great. Just a touch of IBS then, isn't it? Yeah. And then I went for a CT scan the next day. And the bloke operating the machine comes in and says to me, like sort of halfway after they've done a couple of passes on the scan, hmm. he comes in and he says, when are you going to see your doctor with the results of this? And I was like, oh, I, haven't, I don't know. I've, you know the, I was just going to wait for the results to come in and have a word with it. Right, okay. He disappears off. There's about 10 minutes of mm. outside the door tension. Can you hear him? But, no, I couldn't hear anything, mm. but there was just an element of, right, this has gone weird now, and I am just still laying here and nothing else is happening. Um, and then the nurse comes in and says, all right, you can get, get off the table now. Yeah, okay. Now, uh, I'm just going to take you through and book you into A&E. <gasps> um, and I'm like, what? And she, I'm just gonna... Is it a hamster? Is there a hamster? <laughs> no, I got him out months ago. Did the colonoscopy bloke leave the camera? <laughs> yeah. That's what we... Was this before or after the ketamine? <laughs> this, oh, during. That's the thing, you have to go in loaded, otherwise they don't, you know, they won't see you. So I'm high as a kite on ketamine. And um, so the nurse is going, right, I've got to book you into A&E, and I'm like... Why? What, what, yeah. what for the scan or the heart attack you've just given me by telling me this? And she's like, right, I can't say anything because we need a doctor to have a look at, a look at the results properly and everything. So I, I don't want to say anything well, now. We're guessing. But we this are, bit that looks like a paperclip might be... Uh... Yeah, we're taking you to A&E. <laughs> so, so I've right. shat myself. Now, mm. as, as owning an impressive bowel, that, yes. that was no trouble. Right. So yeah. that's all right. So I go into the room and get changed out of the... Arseless gown back in, which is again, it was a CT scan. It could see yeah, through the thing. Why have they put me in an arseless gown? <laughs> that's that, for their own fun. That's, yeah, I think it's just for, for pleasure and easy access. Yeah. So they changed me back. I changed back into my clothes, and then they, and then another nurse comes over and says, "Right, we're not taking you to an A and E. Oh, that's fine. We're taking you to the surgical hot ward." What? Which that doesn't is, even exist, does it? Like, no, no, no. It's, 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 apparently, what this is, you know, like hot desking in an yeah. office. Basically, they bung you in there, and whichever surgeon is knocking gets about, the short straw. Get, yeah, there, right, whichever yeah. one says, "Oh, I caught, I caught a sight of his tuckus mm. walking around with the backless gown on." Right. So, oh, I fancy a bit of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, whoever is passing or whoever's mm. available comes in to assess you. Hmm. And I'm sat in there, and I had the, the, I think I got in there about 11 o'clock, um, and then I just sat and waited as more and more people came in, yes. and they gave me a few blood tests just sitting there, like just, taking blood. Just for blood. fun, really. Just yeah, for, like, just for fun. Yeah, it was, it was like, effort, we, yeah. we know that he's not eating mm. and he's diabetic, we'll get, it's fine. here's a laugh, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll make him anemic while we're at That's it. That's it. And yeah, so I'm sat in there, and eventually... Uh, Eventually, my bottle goes and I phone Claire just to say, look, I don't know how long what's I'm going to be, yeah. and I don't know what's happening, but I think <laughs> I'm dying. And um, so she came up and sort of sat with me, and literally half past three, <gasps> I actually it's not go in. hot desk, is it? Yeah, no, warm, it's, it's warm. freezing, yes. like this Arctic yes. desk, <laughs> the Arctic surgical ward. Mm. They take me in, and basically, it turns out I had... Um, <laughs> Acute pancreatitis, oh. which can kill you yeah. and should involve 
hospitalisation. Mm, but you felt fine. Well, this is the thing. They said to me, oh, but in this circumstance, the antibiotics that your doctor gave you have, um, have obviously worked, so you're okay. To which I replied, my doctor didn't give me any antibiotics. And Why yeah, did they think that then? Because it had cured itself. Well, oh, not cured right, itself, okay. but because it was not basically it was, any yeah, symptoms. it was going back. So it's inflammation, is it basically? It, it's, it's like an inflammation mm. sort of lesion thing on the on the pancreas. But they mm. said, oh, it's clearly on its way. receding, right. and your blood test results are showing that it's cr- like the numbers are creeping yeah. down. So we we think that or are they know, creeping up? If there's only one number, how do they know? Oh no, because that they was why they they've done this, several, uh, and and I and I'd been mm. poked, I'd had about eight blood tests during the week before right. I even had the scan. So, um, yeah, so they said, right, we think it's okay. But usually, yeah, they put you in hospital, put you on a drip, and it's nil by mouth. Fine. just totally clear it, yeah. And fortunately, where I was in a lot of pain, I did, just didn't eat. So is it your healthy bowels that have somehow it, it could the, be my uh, impressive bowel. But yeah. essentially, I am now officially hard to kill. Because not not only that, but also when I told, I tried them. What did you give you? Yeah, I, know. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. I, but the thing was, is I'd been to work. Yeah. And oh, I've yeah. recorded round here, done yeah. like a dark song. So when I was saying I about, I did all that with appendicitis. <laughs> drove myself to A and E. They sent me home. Drove myself. Oh, to the doctor, that's even better, isn't it? And then they're like, you better go back to A and E now. Well, they've sent me home once today. Yeah. Oh, I better phone them then and find out if they'll have you back again. Well, I kind of hope they will, because you now think it's uh, appendicitis. Well, that was the thing. They said to me, oh, you can go, Mm. but if it flares up, just come back to A&E, say, I've got pancreatitis, and And they will just take you straight in. We all know, people, you've heard Mm. the secret words. (laughs) Oh, my pancreas feels a bit sore. A few few hints, because Claire's family are all in the NHS, so a few hints with that. Never go into A&E in sports equipment. So ah, if you've right. hurt yourself playing change. a sport, change, yes, because right. they won't see you, because no. you don't get seen really quickly. Mm. Um, and also never... A nun's, t- I think a nun's habit might no, get you seen quickly, do you a, think? Any form of dirty habit. Right. <laughs> but they, and also, if they ask you how long you've had it, just mm. say that day. Because ah. even if you say, oh, I've had it three days... Yes. They're like, oh, well, you've coped this this, far, you're probably not... This was the problem with my um, appendicitis. Mm. Yeah. Because I was like, I've been going to work, I've had the pain for four days. Well, it can't be that bad then. Um, It's quite bad. I'm just quite, you know... This was the same with me. I I was off, but then I Mm. felt better, so I went back to work. And everything, so I don't think anyone... And certainly, after I had the all clear on the colonoscopy, where Mm. Dr. Ed Stoner (laughs) told me that I have an impressive bowel... Um, (laughs) Which is going on the CV. Um, <laughs> Why not? Well, exactly. You know, you want to know these things. Yeah. But um, I can only think it's the amount of work it does. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Maybe don't put it on your CV then, because they'll be like, oh, we'll exactly. You know, that, I'm, I'm looking at it from the point of view, mm. they'll think, oh, no, he's fine. They don't know that it's a good, you know, three, ten minutes a day. <laughs> to, which, to which, admittedly, is maybe two minutes of poo and eight minutes of Instagram. <laughs> but it's, yeah. So, um, yeah, so basically when we recorded a dark song and I was saying about the mm. bit in it where he'd been wounded and he was sitting there and I said, oh, yeah, that's how me and Claire have been sat for the past week, I was dying. Actually, genuinely. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That could Henry. have been your, uh, you know, been, that, your final podcast. A dark song could have been my swan yeah, song. Yeah, that would have been wow. nice. That would have been poetic. Way. I think we yeah. ruined it a bit now. So you're a bit more like Deadpool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm taking that, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag drive <laughs> uh, Oh, and I watched, unfortunately, uh, because Ted woke up yesterday, 
I did catch the first episode of American Horror Story Apocalypse. Oh. I won't go into it because I know no one else has seen it. Mm. But, but good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it and so far. And just what well, it's just got that element again that American Horror Story is really increasingly getting of it's great, it looks amazing, and it's piss funny. It good, really good. is. At one point, someone, this is not a spoiler, but at one point, someone's like, realises they've eaten something they don't want to, so they ask their assistant to put their fingers down their throat oh, because God. she's so rubbish at everything. <laughs> the PA is like, Quick, put your fingers down my throat. I can't. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that's good. I have to check that out. Mm. Um, on your advice, uh, I've started watching Electric Dreams. Yes! Philip K. Dickley. Um, yeah, fantastic. Really good. Like, you're right, some of them really feel like Black Mirror. Mm. They're but, really dark. Because it's really kind of chicken and egg, though, because obviously his influence on sci fi. Yeah, it does have that sort of same thing. Yeah. Um, and w- I'm only halfway through the latest episode, so no spoilers, but to tie back into this evening's film, um, just started watching the Brian Cranston one. Oh, yes. Um, and his house in that. Looks like they're living in the crystal maze, and it's they've <laughs> yes. it's a cross between Aztec world and future world. Yes, um, it really is. Yeah, as soon as I saw it, I was like, "He's living in the crystal maze." What? <laughs> what? What's he doing that for? Um, but yeah, really enjoying it. The episodes are so completely different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're Cause absolutely I, I, fantastic. Because I think it's I think it's different directors and different teams mm. doing each one and everything and. But yeah, I'm glad that I'm glad my recommendation to put more dick in your eyes <laughs> has panned out really well. Jennifer, <laughs> yes, I have also been enjoying that. Yes, um, and I think that's pretty much about it. And tales of the unexpected. Oh yes, we did. Oh, did you listen to well? the oblong babysitter? I was going to say shout yeah. out to the oblong babysitter. Um, yeah, for covering that recently, um, and yeah, and it reminded me that. It's one of those shows I love, but if somebody said, name me an episode, I can only name you two, well, not even name, but I know the storyline of two episodes. And one of them is Royal Jelly. One of those is Royal Jelly. Why? Because that one is horrible. Or was it just played over and over again on ITV or something? I know Thingy um, went on about it. I know Mm. it's on a screen wipe. Yeah, they and it spoke about it. And it comes up mm-hmm. a lot of those hundred scariest moments yes, and that type yeah. of stuff. So, Might be yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, so we've just started watching that again. Uh, yes. We've got through Yesterday's seven or eight episodes. Was very good. It had a cat in it, so of course oh. I was immediately. Yeah. Uh, and the woman in it. With it. Uh, here we go. So this is a, a hint for what the next episode will be. Um, the woman in it sounds exactly like Mrs. Cackle, like. Miss Cackle, Cackle, sorry, Miss Cackle. Um, Yeah, to a T, to the point where I was like, she sounds like Miss Cackle. And Jeff said, I was just thinking exactly the same thing. But did you Google it and find out if it is Miss Cackle? No, it definitely isn't. Oh, definitely not. It doesn't quite look like her, so it's got a bit of a look to her, but yeah. But the woman who plays Miss Cackle, because obviously she plays in that, she plays herself and her twin sister. And she she is, Miss Cackle is British and her sister is American and yeah I just remember watching it and thinking that is the worst American accent I've ever heard it's so over the top it's awful and then when I googled her she's from Alabama so <laughs> so the American yeah, is her the real accent yeah. I think it possibly there's something about it though it's like um, I had a mate who said to me oh Tim Roth's English accent in Pulp Fiction is fucking <laughs> awful and it's like he's 
He's English. <laughs> is he? And I think you just sort of like, I reckon it's the directors nudging you. It's like, no, go a bit bit more American. Yeah, yeah. I think the Americans, yeah, they seem to want the British to sound really ridiculously British. Yeah. Yes. So maybe it's the same, you know, the other way around. Mm. Mm. Um, so, Chris, we shall return to you. Have you thought of anything? or are you Yes. Still, yes. But I'm only ten minutes in. Okay. Maniac. Which sounds like oh, it could be horror-related, but I don't know, because I have no is, idea what it's is about. Is this the one where it's just um, the guy who was fat who's now thin and yes. someone else talking? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like so a psychology think, yeah. thing, yeah. Well, I can't work out who's talking to him at the moment. Right, okay, because so, I've not seen anything about it. I just know yeah. that it's essentially just but, a two-hander. Yeah. Jonah um, Hill? That's it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. And someone Stone is the girl... Emma Stone? Emma Stone, that's it. Yeah, well done. Um, but yeah, they have ad buddies, so people that speak ads to them. Oh, right, okay. Like, in order to get money, I think, to buy stuff. Um, I didn't watch it properly, so so <laughs> I'm going to try and watch it properly. Yes, no, not really. Properly. I was trying to work at the same time. So, yeah. It's, I think that's the trouble. You do both badly. Yeah. <laughs> Drop me a text and let me know if it's any good and then I'll decide whether or not... I, it's the first film, I think, that Jonah Hill plays a serious role. There's one... I don't, I've not seen him do that yet. Isn't there one where he's like someone's psychotic kid that's not a comedy? Mm. Where it's, I, oh, but no. I think John C. Riley's in it, possibly, as well. And it's like, oh, that rings a bell. I don't think I've seen it. No, and it's, like, it's Cyrus or something like that. And, yeah, or something, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's basically... Is that he recent moves, as he, well? A few years back now, yeah. but it was. It's basically, I think it's John C. Riley meets this woman, and she's got a kid, and it's Jonah Hill. But Jonah Hill's a psychopath, and basically doesn't want his mum. <laughs> so I think he could play that quite well, probably. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, isn't John C. Riley and Will Ferrell supposed to be doing a new Sherlock Holmes and Watson thing? I've heard somewhere. Oh, I've not heard that. I heard it at the beginning of this year and that it was going to be ready later this year, and I've heard nothing about it, so it might be on the horizon or it may have been misinformation. Yeah. Should probably look that up before we start. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure this is going to be a long discussion, so that's probably enough preamble for this evening. I have a feeling we could be here some time. Well, I certainly need some explanations. What about this evening's yeah. movie? Um, Why people think like it? Um, uh, oh, well, no. no. It was, uh, what, what questions do you have, then? It was insanity. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But so entertaining and so much fun. It is, fun. yeah. Like I said, I, at points I was thinking, if an alien came down and saw this, what would they make of human culture? This was like, you know... <laughs> The eighties, the mix of different aspects 70s of seventies. Even was it seventies? Seventy-five. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Well, that's strange. Mm. <laughs> Stage show was seventy-three. Oh, so. uh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, it, it is still quite an odd mix of uh, all sorts of things, and that's I'll never see Tim Curry the same. No. <laughs> Tim Curry. It, 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 it was a big step up from mm. the worst witch. Tim Curry <laughs> never looks the same. Mm. After this, no. I I saw something where, and I don't know to what extent this was like someone taking him, him, <clears throat> him taking the piss too literally, mm. um, but he claims that, that apparently he once said that the reason he uh, got fat and rough was because he was tired of fans of like certain fans of Rocky Horror who were a bit too enamoured of him. Mm. Mm. Oh, so, really? but. 
again, that just sounds like something someone said as a mm. as a joke, and yeah. then someone's just written that down. Right? Okay. Said uh, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This film's got such a cult following. It, it's, I think it's probably the ultimate cult movie, really, isn't it? It's um, and of course it started midnight cinema and. And all of that movement because we watched a documentary on it, didn't we? Yeah, many years. Back. I mean, it's it's it. That's where it because it was um, when it when the film came out, it was a flop, hmm. and then it was the Midnight Circuit that really was where it took off and got it started. Yeah. yeah. Well, it says it quite it did quite well in the seventy three when they released it in London. Oh, only for like three the weeks. Actual, the actual thing was, yeah. a sell, was, mm. was sold out like box yeah. office. So I guess smash. that's why they thought the film would do well. And, and actually, then, I think mm. it's I think it's now the longest running. Yes, I read that somewhere. It's the longest stage running show. stage mm. show, like continual run yeah. of the stage show, mm. and also I think I might be wrong on this, but. I think the film is the longest film on general release because basically it's always showing somewhere. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, yeah, I could say, yeah, places like Prince Charles show it once a month or something. Like, it's a oh, staple yeah. of their programming, yeah. which I can't believe I still haven't made it down there for, but mm. I need to. No, you haven't said the synopsis. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Synops away. I've not. Oh, where's Alexa when you need her? What has happened to her? She's, um, she's ill. She's in the kitchen. Hmm. She's been banished. That sort of sounds a bit wrong. Where women should be. I thought you'd moved on past (laughs) it. Yeah, so uh, a a couple get engaged, decide to go back and see their teacher who got them both together all those years ago. Uh, They get a blowout and stop at a castle. um, Where they get a few more. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, which is Oakley Court Manor House in Windsor. Uh, and only to discover that the house is full of people for a huge party and you find that a transvestite scientist... From transsexual Transylvania. Yes. ...has created his own man in a Frankenstein-esque way and... Yeah, and that really doesn't even begin to... And the fallout from that. Yes, Mm. pretty much. Um, but yeah, what an absolutely batshit film. Um, I went through a phase of not liking this film. See, it's funny because watching it, I was thinking I would not have expected this to be one of your uh, liked films. It's a bit I, singy, isn't it? Uh, there's a bit of that, so, yeah. And I, I don't like musicals, but uh, comedy mm. musicals I can deal with. And the songs in this are so good that you have to like them. But I think the thing that turned me off for ages was because I hadn't seen the film for a while and I just got sick of the time warp. Mm. Like, I think, I think I it's think one of the worst songs in it and no. it just, it's every party... And see, every... I like it a lot more now I've seen the film. Mm, yeah. Because you can see yeah. the point. Yeah, yeah. well, well yeah. Because, like, the visions the I had context, of what it was yeah. in my head hearing it for all these years mm. and then, yeah, actually seeing it, it's like, yeah, that's pretty weird. Better than your visions in your head. See, see I really enjoyed watching it and I have the same thing where it's like, I, I wonder if it's something that you need to break from yeah like you said where people are sort of like the time warps overplayed at every halloween party and sort of, <laughs> never you know overplayed I mean? and oh no i don't think so either. i do like the time warp <laughs> but i think that again the thing i mean my thing with it more than anything else is the new year's eve element mm. yeah. of if you go and see it 
Right, we're all going to have a good time, right? Go and, go and have a good yeah. I'm quite happy not to join in and just watch the film. But, yeah. You know, and it's that element to it rather than the film. Yes. And I, yeah. It's the whole sing-along sort of aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, the, of... I mean, I can understand. Mm. I can understand it and it's just, but it's, yeah, it's just a bit sort of not for me. Mm. Yeah. And, but also I just, yeah, so I think it's much more, it's much more a fallout of the film Rather than the, the film. film itself, mm. yeah, and it's like you say with like with the time warp and things like that, where you found it was overplayed and stuff, and you just it's like it can that can affect it to the the that can be detrimental to your feelings about the thing, yeah. Where it's, I mean, it's like you know, I mean, Christian teachings are quite nice. It's just the whole <laughs> muttering in dark rooms, <laughs> industrialized paedophilia, you know, <laughs> control methods being misogynistic arseholes and hatred and the crusades Sounds tend wonderful. to put a bad reflection <laughs> on the you know yeah, yeah, what are essentially, love and, which are essentially uh, yeah. just like let's all be nice, nice to each other yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. um, but yeah so I think I liked uh, seeing the different characters so the guy who's narrating it who is Charles, Charles Gray. Gray Charles Gray yeah, the one and yeah so, so like, I recognised his voice I didn't know it was him I didn't know his name hmm. but what I have seen the actor yeah so from the time war oh okay so it's so on, seeing yeah. him mm. on there, it's like okay, he's explaining that. Okay, I get that. And then seeing Richard O'Brien starting to dance and go a bit crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, uh, what's her name? Magen- Magenta. Magenta. Yeah. yeah, no, but so her joining in, it's like okay, I've heard all their voices so many times. So now just yeah. seeing them all, like you know, dancing in context. And that, yeah, it's yeah. like okay, because, that's pretty good fun. Because the soundtrack album includes snatches, of, like, yeah, has the snatches of dialogue and things yeah. like that, which. Like even, say, even the first bit does it what yeah. Magenta says as she's sliding down is that in it because that's what I thought I've heard this lucky. yeah yeah lucky. No, I've, I've heard that before yeah. I don't know if it is no I think that's just Jennifer Trump it was funny so we went and visited Oakley Court and stayed there overnight mm. um and we went, so we ate and had dinner at Oakley Court and it was lovely. And then we wanted to go. To Did you film. have a nice bit of? And we, <laughs> no, what was he no. cutting? What's his name? A meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. 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 A meatloaf. Yeah. Um, Why did they make it meatloaf? I know. Uh, too but obvious. Uh, possibly, yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah, and then we walked into, walked up to the pub couple of miles up the road on a dark road and had a few more drinks and came back about 11 o'clock had a blow and went for, a, <laughs> went for a nightcap and Jennifer decided a few to the wind that she had to slide down the banister <laughs> like Magenta did but it's funny because the staff in the hotel you think I know it's a hotel now and it's been used in a thousand films but that's the most iconic one mm. but when she ran up the stairs giggling and slid down the back they looked at her like she was mental and I was like how does this not happen <laughs> all the five time. times a day every day does somebody not have yeah. to do that but um, I think you should have done it as well I like to think that you left like at the end of it like yeah. you're just like <laughs> crawling around shirt with stockings <laughs> and suspenders but yeah so this is what I want to know like, what is the main point of the film because entertainment yeah okay now that is a, a fine answer because that's true and they do that well but what's with the aliens at the end it's because satirical sci-fi it's mm. I think it's because um, it's kind of, especially because it's, it's from like 73, so it's the height of glam rock. 
the proper version of glam, glam rock, not like big head twats in the eighties, <laughs> but like T Rex, uh, Bowie, Roxy Music, like that sort of era. Unfortunately, also Bowie was in the eighties. Yeah, it would be, but it was that sort of. So it was from that sort of era. So a lot of that is to do. Obviously, you've got like Ziggy. Stardust, uh, like Ziggy Stardust and stuff like that. So a lot of that had sci-fi elements in mm. it, and also you had. Um, but then they bring in they bring in the horror aspect, yeah. which is fairly unique. But, but and, really... and, and King Kong. So I was trying to work out King Kong. Kind why, of why is that in horror? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wondered why they sort of chosen that because. It, but then it popular. becomes it it's becomes a homage time. to the fifties mm. sci-fi mm. stuff. Because glam rock has that element as well, where it was a lot of like fifties sounding sort of riffs and things like yeah. that. So what it all sound effects. Yeah. Use? So it all kind of looks back, I suppose. It sort it? of mm-hmm. it sort of manages to be like it's almost like an analysis of glam rock, hmm. but it brings in like the horror aspect. But a lot of but also because the music sort of harks back to the fifties, especially like the sort of rock and roll bits and stuff like that. Um, the 50s horror was more sci-fi yeah. based so it was yeah. things like Thing from Another World and The Day the Earth Stood Still and things like that so I think that's it's almost like that's what Richard O'Brien channelled hmm. when he wrote it and sort of yeah because it's weird because looking at it because it's like 73 height of glam rock and then 75 when it comes out Glam rock's kind of done by then, like when oh, the when so the maybe film that's comes why out. It wasn't so, so popular. Yeah, because hmm. it was sort of like because yeah, because I had a look at like the I had a look at the charts on the day, and there's a T Rex song in there, which was New York City, which is not very. It's, it's mm. really sort of possibly one of the worst T te- Rex songs ever. It really yeah. isn't all that. Uh, Bowie's in there, but it's fine. So Bowie had already moved on to doing like the soul stuff from yeah. like Young Americans in 1974. So. Again, as a as a musical movement, it was sort of and like the sweet with one of their lesser known songs is in there, and yeah. it's like sort of all stuff that's kind of yeah, Tail end of yeah. It rather than but then I think it then probably it goes on the midnight movie circuit, and then by the time you get to the sort of late seventies, punk comes in, which has that same fifties mm-hmm. so people are then influence looking back at the yeah. So I think it's yeah, and yeah. I think it's sort of maybe mm-hmm. like particularly in New York. Yeah, the next and like in America, that was the people who got mm. English glam, but it was like, so you had like the Ramones and because I mean, one of the Transylvanians is Joey Ramone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just like oh, yeah, really yeah. big, tall, skinny dude <laughs> with like long hair, yeah. really. And I think, yeah, I think a lot one of, of that. One yeah. of them is Christopher Biggins. Yeah, Biggins. Yeah. I see that. Him. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Biggins. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of really cool people in mm. the Transylvanians, ah. actually. Yeah. Because there's the guy, the little guy who who's also the wedding the photographer. Yeah. 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 He's um, he's a guy called Henry Wolf, and he is Frankie Barra in Steptoe and Son. You know, like the local oh. villain. He's the one who sells them the horse. No, sells them the greyhound in the film in Steptoe and Son. Right again, he sells them Fagan. Hercules the second when he's a uh, good evening Harold, um, <laughs> and he was uh, he's in. Uh, the Sunmakers, like a really good Doctor Who, which is basically about the tax man. 
Because <laughs> the writer got his uh, got a really bad tax bill, so the next episode, nice. the next story he wrote was about a planet where they escape down corridor P forty five, and ev- basically everyone gets taxed to death. Clever. And at the end of it, they throw the tax man off the roof. Nice. So it's like there's no subtlety in it. It's like I am fucked off with the inland revenue this year. I really am. But and but he's also in uh, Hand of Baskervilles. The uh, Pete and Dud hand of the Baskervilles. Oh yes, he's the guy in the post office who basically is a duplicate of Dudley yes, Moore. Yes, yes. So he and he's um, he also was a regular on Rutland Weekend Television, which is Eric Idle's sketch show after Monty Python yeah. finishes. And yeah, excellent. And there's there's a few sort of like cool people in the Transylvanians. It's weird that they're sort of I mean like Biggins. I mean fucking hell. With the exception of Susan Sarandon, probably the most recognisable mm, person yeah. out of the film, you know. Yeah, which is a bit. A bit but scary. he's a, he's a good actor though. Like yeah. when, when he does, I mean, obviously in Psycho, Billy was himself. But yeah. when he actually he plays villains quite well, he really is quite good at that sort of thing. He was in Shoestring as a villain. Yeah, and, see, I can picture him as a Bond yeah. villain or oh, that he, type he, of. He's that. Nero in I Claudius, and he's perfect. Oh, really? Because he's just like a spoiled child. <laughs> and it's like perfect for Nero. Like the Emperor Nero is just a fucking dick. And he's just, yeah. But no, he plays villains pretty much really well. I think he's just got... Because actually he's oddly... It's like the Stephen Fry thing. Where because of the way they are as a person, you don't actually realise, actually, he's a fucking big bloke. He's yeah. probably leather Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that we said about him playing villains. I was like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's quite a lump. He's yeah. got enough heft that he could probably yeah. like lay you out, you know. Um, talking of uh, <clears throat> people's acting ability, I, I've seen this film probably 20 times, I guess. Um, and every time I'm just completely enamoured with... Tim Curry's performance mm. it's, yeah. you know, it's his little looks to camera and just the little things yes. that he does it is his facial expressions yeah. just add don't yeah. they, so much to it and you think no one else could have done that but now is he mm. gay or transvestite no, no. no so he's just a good actor I, I looked yeah. up earlier he never married oh ok oh, fair so enough. take from that because I was looking up earlier one. I was like looking up Richard O'Brien no mm. he's been married three times mm. oh yeah but yeah. Richard O'Brien is Pansexual, yeah. Well, there you go. I think anything. You know. Well, you're famous, why not? Yes. Yeah, why not? Um, Yeah, so you, I mean, he's very camp, certainly, but obviously. Well, he's exceptionally good at it. Mean, you know, he's just maybe a good actor. Yeah, he does look fucking incredible, though. You know what I mean? It's like, you can believe that he could fuck anyone. Just trust Lewis. And then, obviously, to see Tim Curry. In, in anything other than Rocky Horror, mm. yeah. you you know it's like I mean, to, if you dressed him up like it now, might not be mm. no, as, it might not be the same as good. Yeah, do you know he released four albums? No, because he was a singer. Oh, so, really? no. and actually, one of them's uh, he recorded. I did write it down. Mm. He had a he had an album. He, they released an album that was his... So is he actually singing in it, I assume? Yeah, everyone, everyone's... Not Susan Sarandon, though, is it? I don't uh, think that was her vocals. No, I think it is Susan oh, yeah, Sarandon. Okay. The only person who I know... She isn't, was brilliant. The mm. only person I know who doesn't sing is Rocky. Oh, really? Yeah, Rocky is... Because he's one of the few... Not, not at the, the uh, floor show. No. It's not him. Because he's... Um, where is it? Peter Hinwood, yeah. Um, he was a professional model. 
before he did this, and I think he's only done a couple of other films, and he basically wasn't that keen on no. being famous. He, he just, just didn't yes. like the line. Good, I suppose. So yes. he retired from show business and became an antiques dealer. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. But uh, you've probably bought off him. Probably articles from this house somewhere. Yeah, his, uh, yeah the, a guy called, uh, an Australian singer called Trevor White does his vocals. Okay. But I think everyone else it is themselves, because Tim Curry, Patricia Quinn, who's Magenta, Little Nell, who's Columbia, and um, Rich O'Brien were all in the original run of the show. Stage show, yeah. Yeah, so. and so, they, so they all sing. So wasn't mm. Little Nell actually a singer? Yeah, before, yeah little, before she did this, this was her profession. Well, she was in, uh, she, yeah, she released some singles afterwards, but the, the most famous of which is a B-side called Do The Swim, but the reason it's really famous is that she did a TV promo for it and her knockers kept falling out, <laughs> um, which is, let's face it, something of a habit. Yes. And, yeah, well, yes. and frankly, well done. <laughs> um, very good. Um, but yeah, and like it ended up appearing on uh, It Will Be Alright on the Night and like, oh, yeah. clip shows, because basically it was like for a BBC show, so obviously they just edited it. it was, so, yeah. that it, But the raw footage of it ended up on this, on It Will Be Alright Night. <laughs> and we lost Dennis Norden last week. Mm. Oh, yeah, well, right, really? Yeah, not, which yeah. was just weird because it was like, I assumed he died years ago. Yeah, but yeah. I did. Um, but it used to be a Christmas staple. Yeah, it? if you're one of those people who likes seeing little Nell's tits fall out. No. <laughs> yes, I am, Dennis. <laughs> Book me up. <laughs> so that's why that single is the most famous song because loads of people just remember the clip. And, yeah. Yeah, uh, understandably. Um, but yeah, so she did. She released a, like a few singles and stuff, and so. But she's also she because obviously there's the sequel shock treatment, and she's yeah. she's she's that in wasn't that. That wasn't that bad actually. I was, was alright. Yeah, I quite enjoyed that. Hmm. Um, we did it twice now, haven't we? Yeah. yeah, but again, I mean, obviously, Columbia is referred to as Columbia a groupie, and she's a groupie in the wall. Um, oh. Yeah, she's the one. You know when it's like they go back to the hotel room bit. That's little. I've now. never seen. Oh before. right, okay. Um, she's in the Killing Fields. She's in an, another Jim Sharman film called Summer of Secrets. Jim Sharman, the director of this, looks like he's done. A, I think he's done like about six films. Most of his stuff's like because he directed the musical as well. Mm. Yeah, uh, and actually he was the one who came up with the title. Oh really? Yeah, it was going to be called mm. They Came from Denton High. Yeah. And then he sort of quite last minute said, "We'll change the title that, to something that was else." Fortunate, yeah, because yeah. I don't think they no. came from Denton High. That probably would be a footnote in Super yeah. Serendipitous, yeah, because that was the thing we were saying earlier about like that's how big Rocky Horror is. is that you can not know that Susan Sarandon's in it yeah. rather than oh so it's so one so of the early films from so Oscar winner like talk about it though, yeah. so. oh no she, yeah she's quite uh, sort of hmm. mm. so it's a shame it is a shame because I think mm. but, but then I think uh, by the sounds of it a few people were like that because I think like I say I think the guy who played Rocky was a bit sort of like oh I weren't prepared for this and just mm. really yeah. didn't like Shunned. it <clears throat> Tim Curry was kind of the same but I think it was just well, right. He's got such a massive body of work, and it's probably yeah. the only thing anybody ever wants. You know, like with Alec Guinness and um, Star, Star Wars. Wars, like just, you know, to have had such a prolific career yeah. and then do this film that you see as a little bit throwaway, and all of a sudden but, it's yeah. all so, anybody yeah. cares about. But then yeah. when, you're, when you're bitching at little kids about it, <laughs> that, yeah. that's a bit yeah. shit. But what, you know, what, at least what, Tim Curry was pissed off with grown adults. Yes. Yeah. So what else was Tim Curry in? 
Well, so I definitely know the worst witch, but that's where he's quite camping that as well. Mm. So I'm sort of thinking. I think please, the majority please. of it. I think like the majority of actors from from Clue, bit camping Clue. Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah. So I have seen that Clue? possibly once when I was about nine. Maybe. Yeah, we used to have uh, it he's, darkness, yeah. he's darkness in legend, the yeah. demon, which is that's we're, what we're, I was not, not camping with Tom Cruise. Oh, uh, what am I? I'm thinking of I Am Legend. You're, no, yeah. right. No, oh, oh, Legend. Oh, yeah, okay. Like the the 80s right, you told me that before, and I was surprised because mm. I never realised that. Because, again, that's okay. one of those ones where you're like, oh, that doesn't marry up in my head. No. And it still doesn't to this day. Mm. I'm like, I still think of it. It's like, no, it's not Tim Curry. <laughs> yeah. um, obviously, he was Pennywise in the original TV version. Yeah, so I never realised that when I saw yeah. the original. Yeah. He, yeah, was in, um, he was the poet in Lex, The Dark Zone Stories. It's just because I watched that recently and I was like, oh, it's Tim Curry. Cool. <laughs> um, but obviously, Long John Silver in Muppets Treasure Island. Yeah. We're going to take the opportunity here to call out the, the men that will not be blamed for nothing. Ooh. Because they do say in their song, Stevenson, Yes. Uh, Muppets Treasure Island? No. That was Michael <laughs> Caine. No. That is a Christmas carol. Yes. Yeah. You're right. Doesn't mm, like one, does it? Not it really doesn't. <laughs> Um, but he's um, the Grand Wizard in The Worst Witch, Robert Graves in The Shout. Um, I forgot he was in the John Landis Burke and Hare movie, Dr. Monroe in that. Yes, um, he is, yeah. He's the professor in Scary Movie 2, Rooster Hannigan in Annie. He's the concierge in Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Um, he's in Congo. He's in Gomez. He's Gomez Adams in Adams Family Reunion, which I think is like... Possibly the third of you know, but they did the Adams family with Angelica yeah, Houston yeah. and Raoul Yulia and yeah, yeah. Uh, he's in Charlie's Angels. Um, yeah, he, and actually they did um, uh, they did a remake uh, called um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Let's do the Time Walk again in two thousand sixteen. It was like a, they did a few musicals just live or supposedly live on yeah. American TV, and they did this. And he is the criminologist in it. Was that the one where it, it was the... It's Laverne Cox from Orange's New Black. Yeah, yeah it was dreadful. I was going to say, I've not seen it because all I heard... I listened to Peaches Christ on a podcast talking about it. <laughs> and basically, they were all like, it's shit. Like, I think yeah. they were trying to be as diplomatic as possible. And then by the end of it, they were like, no, it's just bullshit. Why did they even fucking do this? I think that's it. They, they lost the kind of fun and the... Well, they said, they said they lost the fun, but also they lost a lot of... And I think it might be just if you try and do Rocky oh, Horror in 2016. Oh, it, it's not going to work. It no, doesn't sort of... It doesn't have the same no, impact it can get away being, with what it was back yeah. then, whereas now it'd be a bit odd. Yeah. And to go back, mm-hmm. if, any, if you're, gonna, if you're uh, unsure as whether or not to trust Peaches Christ in, uh, <laughs> in the world of horror, just go mm. and watch All About Evil which we, we, we should watch we, we need to watch All About Evil because I haven't seen it for a very long time and I yes, really would like I to watch would that definitely again. re-watch that again at any point which again has a link back to Orange of the New Black because obviously it's Natasha Leone yes, yes. Um, but I was, I was thinking while watching it like it's it, all, it is close to the edge of tacky and yet manages to be amazing yeah. And it's like it's funny that difficulty. So obviously, let's like, say they're trying to do it again and fails. Mm, yeah. or whoever but I think that's. But that's almost like the element of glam. Yeah. Get, yeah. Oh, he does it. Yeah. And it works. And yeah. Exactly. You someone get else carries it, 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 and, and it's, it's horrible. Just, yeah. And then later on, it's terrible. Yeah. And criminal. So that's yeah. But it is. It's that that point of uncanniness or just something, and it is really hard the to put your finger on exactly what goes wrong. Cheekbones, I think, are the answer. You need them. You need them because I think like. 
Bowie said that he was an uh, you know he was a, a alien from Mars, and he told you that he was a, a glam bisexual mm. alien believed, from another yeah. planet, and you believed mm. it. Gary Glitter mm. just came out, and it was like a bricky and drag who fiddled with kids. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like the suite all looked like dockers in in drag. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas Mark Boland, actually, Mark Boland probably looks most like Frank and because it's the mm. hair as yeah. well as the look. But yeah. So some, I think that's it. The androgyny is a key mm. element to how successful you are at glam. And yeah, probably the only exception would be Boy George, but that's only because nowadays Boy George is the side of hats. Yeah. Again, again, another person who could play a good villain because you'd imagine he could belt the living shit out of him. Yeah. Um, but he's done, you know, he's he's done a lot of voice work as well. Uh, he's the King Cat, uh, sorry, the Cat King in The Cat Returns, the English dub of the Studio Ghibli film. So Cat watch Returns. that, you did recommend it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's in my eBay to buy kind of list, but I haven't got around to it yet. He's Palpatine in The Clone Wars, the Star Wars Clone oh. Wars. Um, oh. King Chicken in Duckman, which meant so much to me that find that out. <laughs> yeah. like, right, of course it fucking is. That was, um, what else? Um... Pirates of Dark Water, Duck Dodgers, Tailspin, Batman Beyond, Johnny Bravo, Fantastic Max, Tiny Toon Adventures, Mighty Max, uh, the TV version of Aladdin, the TV version of The Little Mermaid, Sonic the Hedgehog, Hey Real Monsters, uh, sorry, Are Real Monsters, Hey Arnold, Samurai Jack. So yeah, he does a lot of voice work yeah. and stuff. And actually, that's another one that I was not aware of at the time, or uh, not aware of at all, really. Uh, the show Phineas and Ferb. It's like a, a, a. I've seen the Star Wars version of it. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, because they, they, they did. Is it I then? Th- is it kids? It's, thing a, it's a kids' cartoon. Okay. Um, but um, Richard O'Brien is the dad in it. Oh, okay. um, Barry Bostwick, who is Brad, mm-hmm. is the grandfather in it. And then Tim oh, Curry. Embarrassing, he's yeah. been there. Yeah, he's <laughs> been relegated. Yes. And then Tim Curry um, right. guests in a few episodes and does a few voices oh. and stuff. But also, it's packed with Rocky Horror references as well. Oh, so, but again, like it's a kids show where it's like stealth. They yeah. can get away yeah. with Putting it. Putting that yes. in there, yeah. Um, so they mentioned the word transvestite at some point. <laughs> I don't know. I doubt yeah, it very much. Your friend at school, he's a transvestite. They do good songs in it, though. Oh, do they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, as good as Rocky Wes Horror. recommends Phineas and Ferb, as I, as okay. I recall. Okay. And it also, if you've not heard "Touch a Touch a Touch a Touch Me" until it is sung by mm. Wes. Doing all Ooh, the voices. Oh, no, I don't. You haven't lived, mate. I can picture it all too clearly. Yes. Yeah, Maybe we could get a recording. You could add on to yeah. the oh, it's, it's, No, I don't you know. You've got a link to it. We've, no. We, we would lose it. our eight listeners. No. <laughs> but you might gain another yeah. eight. <laughs> oh, yeah. But also, because um, Glee did a Rocky Horror episode. Oh, did they? Yeah. <gasps> oh. I, I watched very little of Glee. I got caught up. Because it's dog shit. I know, yeah. but I got caught up with it. When it was probably on TV when we had a TV and it was on at probably whatever time I was making dinner. And it was it was catchy. Yeah, they did the Rocky that. Horror Glee show and apparently oh. the point of it in that, because that, that was what Peter's Christ was talking about on this podcast. I can't think what bloody podcast it was now. But Or they normalised it all and made it non Well, no, they said that they, they rather cleverly... Avoided the point of the show is that it gets cancelled. Oh, right. Because, oh, it's, it's, not because it's considered it's inappropriate. Yeah. And so they said, yeah, this is kind of where Let's Do the Time Warp again fell down because they did the show. Yeah. Whereas, um, but um, Barry Bostwick and Meat Loafer ca- have cameos in that. Oh, right. 
Okay. So again, a lot of people apparently even Susan Sarandon was like, "Well, I would have, I would have done it if they'd have asked me." And it's like, yeah, because it's Glee, yes. and yeah. it's all big, don't you? You start, can't accept yeah, it now. And Janet, yeah. come lately, mm. don't you? <laughs> start putting your bleeding no. self in, in things, girl. But um, yeah, so there's a lot of. I mean, obviously, it just ends up. It's referenced in so many things, and has such a vein running through. Because, and like I say, I think even. Um, like they did on RuPaul's Drag Race, they had a thing where it was like the 101 of drag, which was just basically it was a, a set of gay icons and some previous drag queens, like sort of mm. divine and things like that. Yeah. But one of the things in there was Tim Curry's Frankenfurter. Yeah. Because I mean, you can weirdly enough, I, that was I was watching it and I was I was thinking, right, they really fucked up with Laverne Cox. If they'd have got RuPaul to play Frankenfurter, yeah. that would have worked because he's got the right comic timing and yeah, the right. Yeah. Yeah, over so, the topness and, and also, that, and also yeah, humour. You know, mm. he is he, Frank's an arsehole. He is meant to be. He is yeah, a villain. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so you have to. You're not be, really meant to think. Oh, that's yeah, quite a nice person. Yeah, though. he's. I mean, to, he does act yeah. heavy to death. And, yeah. Or you know, is it a nice axe? It's a nice. It's axe. a nice pick. Yeah. How mm. weird is this? In my head, I was totally. That's a chainsaw. He goes in with a chainsaw oh, really? and comes out. And literally, I was thinking it earlier. As but is it that because of the knife? The little mini chainsaw that he uses. Yeah, it oh, must be. Must <laughs> be. Um, because having watched a thing yeah. yesterday about, you know, um, like implanted and false memories and all the rest of it. So I was just like, that's so bizarre. Mm. But I totally, and even when he was, he had the, and I was like, he's got that now. Does he come out with a chainsaw? Mm. I've definitely got chainsaw in my head. And yeah, not at all. Can and I then just, I was thinking, where have I got that from? Can so. I just shake you by mm. the hand? <laughs> Thank you. For owning up to uh... No, because... <laughs> Every time someone misremembers mm. something yeah. now, it's the fucking Mandela effect. Oh, yeah. cough. <laughs> you just misremembered it. You're not bloody yeah, perfect. No, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it pisses well, me off. Like, oh, you know, obviously yeah. I've misremembered that, but I'm never wrong, so no. reality must have no, shifted. Yeah. Fuck off. All the time, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's just bullshit. No, it's interesting. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I, it might even be the engine. Mm. The motorbike engine, you know, yes, and then the resonant noise. Yeah, about, exactly. You know, it's, it's definitely... It's, yeah. I could I could definitely make a whole lesson on this. I feel for uh, teaching memory as yeah. I am at the moment. Because there's, there's a, an excuse yes. to watch Rocky Horror in school. Possibly, I'm not quite sure. I might go for that. <laughs> I mean, what What is it? What um, you know? The rating. Is it an 18? I think it's, is it, no, I think it's that's a that's an R, but is that's American? Oh, is it? Yeah, so strict. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I th- I don't know. I think it's a 15. Yeah. Right, the Mandela effect. That's where age. that's where so many people thought the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They it thought wrong. it must have been. Yeah, must have been. Yeah, right. I know. Hmm. What's the uh, episodic program? Hmm. Sex. What? Hey. Uh, what comes after that? Sex in the city. Sex and the city. Yeah. Oh, so apparently that was another. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's sex in the city. Oh, that's only because the there was a. That, yes. that was only because there was a Doctor Who story set in New York, uh, and there was a Dalek in it called Sec, and we all called it Sex in, in the, the city. city uh, but that's another story. Uh, so you lot ruined. Ruined. Yeah. Ruined. That's, yeah <laughs> extra. Rating on IMDb, it says AA. I don't even know what the hell that is. An uh, uh, audience. Yeah. Oh. Maybe. Just just look on Amazon, see what the DVDs oh, are. That will give you the current. <laughs> that fix it. Because hmm. I think, weirdly enough, I'd imagine if if the sensibles have got a problem with anything, it's probably it would. I would imagine it's probably more the, the boobs. Well, just the the <laughs> sex elements yeah, rather than yeah. the horror. Yeah. Because I mean, apart from the cross, as someone not having watched it before, because like watching it tonight, trying to see it a bit through your eyes, I was a bit like. Mm. 
oh, it's a bit more sexual than I remembered, because somehow you don't remember that aspect But, but again, I much. think this is something where it's almost like, because it's been... So, yeah. Because it's become so mainstream, mm. in a weird way, again, it's people normalise yeah. it, and it's like, oh, yeah. look, look, my yeah. son's dressed as riffraff yeah, to go yeah. to a Halloween yeah, party. Like, yeah. You know, there's a lot that goes on in this, mm. you know, borderline sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. So it's satirical, mm. yeah, yes, but it was meant to be, like, yeah, some sort of, orgy type party yeah and the, but you only really get an obvious sense of that when he's tricking them mm. into yeah. 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 Him. Um but yeah obviously the way they're all acting and the time warp does have a bit of a pelvic thrust mm. yeah there's a lot because uh, I think well I mean fucking hell the way he's dressed yeah you know, when yeah. he first comes out there's no mistaking it it's like yeah. right well, this might be about well, sex I have, <laughs> dressed, I have dressed a bit <laughs> like that and I didn't quite have his same intention <laughs> I think. I love that. I didn't quite have it so <laughs> well. I, I think. The evidence that's, is piling, that's, piling that's, up. That's just the, the English. Hey, you all, phone in. Did my brother, while dressed as uh, Frankenfurter, um, try to... it on with you, yes. I have to you say, it on with me. We haven't got people. Uh, Actually, uh, see, no, no, see, the reason I remembered is because there's a photo of me and you dancing together dressed not too dissimilar <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to that there was. In, in a half built swimming pool. Oh, well, is oh, there something yeah, you there want was, to uh, yeah. share now? <laughs> yeah, there was, at Maggie's. Yeah. Mm. I don't even remember in, why we did that. Encouraged by clinical psychologists. I've got a fair idea. Who, uh, <laughs> I'm, and I'm terribly sunburned. I'm mostly only just like that because mm. I rarely plan in advance enough, no, so I just steal Jennifer's clothes. You just clothes. my clothes, yeah. yeah, that is fair. <laughs> what are you saying, yeah. Adam? I obviously, at least said he got terribly sunburned. I just thought, that's got to look weird with, like, <laughs> sto- on a bloke, like, stockings and bats. It's just like... Oh, that's a that's a wrong place to get stuff. <laughs> God. Mm. Now, next question yes. though, yeah. a bit more serious. Why are the what is the what's it called? Um, Adam and God. Because yes. the gift God of life. Cre- because God created Adam. Yeah, but why was that in the swimming pool? As I think, because it's a reference, because, because the Frankenstein's Frank creation, he creates Robert. Okay, see, now that shows how I totally missed, really, like, that important <laughs> part of it, because <laughs> the rest of it overtook the whole mm. him creating life. Yeah, yeah. but then, i tell you what, there's a lot more, because again, like you say, because it has that element of bouldering into camp, well, not bouldering into camp, yeah. camp <laughs> right. yeah. it's camp as a row of tents, but... <laughs> It has sort of like, like you say, it borders into, and a lot of the sci-fi references are quite like, you know, it produces a beam of pure antimatter. <laughs> it's very schlock sci-fi. Yeah. But there's a lot Is that of, a laser? A laser. <laughs> there's a lot of, that was Bowie. That's oh. <laughs> a laser. But there's a lot of really sort of the more subtle stuff in there like that, mm-hmm. you know, which is again like the creation myth. And also, I'd forgotten about the song that is just about the old Charles Atlas um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. adverts where it was men, do, other men kick sand mm. in your face. Yeah. I can yeah. make you a man in seven days with the Charles Atlas because mm. it's all, and dynamic tension was like, it was like a well, fitness mean, thing yeah. that was in yeah. the back of magazines for years and years and years. And it's the, and there's the stained glass window of Atlas. Yeah, Charles Atlas holding the, in, in, yeah, like yeah. The, the, the statue, yeah. the, the image of Atlas. It was Atlas missing a head, the, wasn't it? No, it's in the. Oh, they've got a stained glass window above the bed, oh, okay. yeah. above the the bridal bed, uh, 
there is, yeah. But that's it, so yeah, so it brings in a lot of different references of yeah. culture. Yeah. Mm. What about Damocles then? The Sword of yeah. Damocles. Sword of Damocles. I looked that up earlier. That's a myth, yeah. Mm. But it's the idea that if you're a very powerful person, yeah. you're always kind of on mm. that edge of possibly being you're down. You're going to lose it all. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because yeah. it's, also, um, it's also referenced a lot in Nuclear Deterrent, which again may sort of work with Mm, the sci-fi. Um, with the sci-fi, yeah, yeah. because it was essentially, yeah, it's, the sword of Damocles was even if you wipe us out, alter, the automated nuclear we'll system anyway, will right. wipe you out. Yeah. So it's constantly hovering above you, so yeah. no one does it. Yeah. Mutually assured sure destruction. destruction yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mad. <laughs> Surely that is a that, point that's, that's that a someone. Hint. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was someone having the best fucking joke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I've worked out the acronym. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, it's mutually assured yeah. destruction. Oh, that's, that's a great that's term, it. Jenkins. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't care, he was depressed. He was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> but there's, yeah, I think, and the fact that there's Richard a O'Brien just. To this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there is a lot that goes on in it, and also just how much it does. Again, it ends up being mainstream, and I mean, I agree with Mick Jagger that not English men. Apparently, he wanted to play the uh, Tim Curry role yes. earlier. Yes. Oh, oh, really? And here's one mm. for you. You love Charles Gray, don't you? Yes. Charles Gray is amazing. By the way, see Welcome to Horror episode whatever for of The Devil Rides Out for more on yes. Charles Gray. Yes. Obviously, who was he? He was the criminologist. He was okay. MacArthur in The Devil Rides Out, the main villain. Mm. And he also played. Canyon. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I remember. And he also played Sherlock's brother in the Jeremy Brett Sherlock Holmes series. Yeah, he's Mycroft, yeah. yeah. Mm. Mycroft. Oh, okay. but, but also, um, they originally asked someone else to play the part, Lee. Go on. Who was it? Vincent Price. Oh, oh and he turned him down then. No, he couldn't do it because he was filming something else. Mm. Do you know filming? what? He wanted to do it because he saw the stage play and loved it. Mm. Vincent Price is one of my favourite actors of all time. I think Charles Gray is perfect in this. As much yeah. as I love Vincent he Price. He doesn't need Vincent Price. I think does Vincent it? Price no. would have overegged it, made yeah. it a bit camper. Yeah. Whereas Charles Gray does it he gave straight, it very which is really what you yeah. need to do it. It's that sort of airplane thing it's of. The salt to the sugar yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. You really need it. The rest it. of the campness, yes. Yeah. But yeah, yeah so that's did, interesting. Yeah, so he wanted to do it. As he well, he would have done it, but it was like, yeah, he was filming something else, and the, the schedule clashed. What so was he, he filming in 1974? About eight fucking films. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I did actually think that the guy in the wheelchair, the uh, mm-hmm. is a doctor. He actually did remind me of Vincent Price a couple of times. Mm-hmm. A few looks he did. Was he a German doctor? Oh, he obviously wasn't, German. but I was thinking, is it? Well, that, even that is like a reference, because that goes back to like Operation Paperclip, where they just took all the German uh, Nazi yeah, scientists yes. and like said, don't worry, you know, you know about rockets, so we'll forgive some of your, shall we say, political foibles. <laughs> I found <laughs> out some minor misdemeanors. I, yes. I, I, was, I was listening to something about Project Paperclip the other day, and I found out something absolutely incredible. Mm. Basically, um, the president said, right, you can take the scientists, but no Nazis. Anyone who was genuinely a Nazi, mm-hmm. we won't have them. Mm. Is there a test for that? Is mm. it, if you sink, you're yeah, a Nazi, that's it. and yeah. if you float, you're a Nazi? No, yeah. if you sink, yeah. Yeah, it's both of them. <laughs> yes. No, what or they do if is... they burnt them, and they, yeah. <laughs> no, no they, just, they just leave them in a room with a bagel, right. see how annoyed they get. <laughs> <and> then... <laughs> 
and go from there. But um, no, and he said so right. So as long as the doctors basically said no, 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 we weren't Nazis, we were pressured into it. Oh no, he was. He was, he put the edict down. It was like mm. right, this is thorough. I want you to check their backgrounds oh, and everything. Right, okay. So um, the CIA faked a load of people's backgrounds and like wiped a, and burnt a lot of records so that there wouldn't be the stuff there. Oh. And here's the best thing: they were obviously joining the military. And they had a guy in the military who was vetting them. So what they did was they gave them ranks above him so that he would not be able to oh, get their personal right. information because wow. they outranked him so they wouldn't have access to their files. Oh, you're not saying, well, check my file. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Right. Okay, you're Check hired. my file. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, because in the stage show, because we've been to two yes. stage shows of mm. this. Um, we yeah, have. Do you know when they were? I looked up the dates earlier. No, I don't. Oh, wow. So... We went to see it in Southend in 2017, so that was the most recent. Yeah. That was very good, because again, it's different every time you see it done. Yeah. Um, but originally, we went to 2011 at the Queen's Theatre. Bloody hell. And that was the first time I think I saw it as a proper stage show. And we saw that show. twice, didn't we? Well, we saw it once as a stage show and once as the sing-along. Yes. But yeah, the stage show itself showed me how much the film, the sets are basically taken from. Yeah the sort of theatre sets yeah. and a lot of it then makes sense like oh that's why it all looks a bit mm. clunky and a bit why would you do it like that in a yeah. film but so it I think sort visually of makes the film sense. looks fucking incredible I mean, oh yeah really I does. never realised yeah. until I'd watched the stage the show and yeah. then it yeah. made sort of sense as to why but just but the it never staging of place. it you know yeah. whether that comes from the mm. stage show it's just yeah it looks really incredible mm. uh, admittedly when you went to see Rocky Horror I went round your house, your uh, parents' house, and I watched uh, Deathline with your dad. Ah. Yes, you did. Yes, so, yes, yes, that's there. We go. I think that yes. was like, that was the different scales of how I was feeling about Rocky Horror at the time. Mm, yeah. I was like, now I'm going to watch the under, underground ca- cannibal film with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a good film. Thank you. <laughs> but it's um, obviously Dicky, Dicky O'Brien, your yes. genial guide to the Crystal Maze. Mm. Um, obviously. Uh, he wait, wait. So you you knew him when we were watching the Crystal Maze. You'd seen Rocky Horror, mm. and I hadn't. Mm. So that was the first time I ever saw him, and I thought, oh, this is an interesting guy. I was like, what the hell <laughs> and, is he uh, doing? Yeah. No idea. Yeah, Career's gone no. downhill from here. <laughs> one, one of the yeah. one of the few people who used to get regularly named as um, like people like they used to do fantasy Doctor Who casting mm. in uh, like fans. Oh, okay, who they want in? And one of them was Richard O'Brien. It was like, yeah, you're Fucking perfect. Yeah. But um, obviously, yeah, he did the Crystal Maze. Weirdly, I found out it was between 90 and 93. Mm. But it felt like a decade. forever. Yeah. Yeah. But um, so, and also he returned, they did like a celebrity Crystal Maze. Not the, because Rich Naoani does it now, doesn't Mm. he? But before that, I think they did one and it was um, the tall guy from... The uh, Ricky Gervais's mate, Stephen Merchant. Merchant yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he hosted a one-off, and Richard O'Brien was the voice of the computer in the future. <laughs> uh, one, um, yeah. He is born 1942, 76. Yeah, he looks good for that, but that's not having hair. I think that yeah. really does help. Chris, you're all right. Good news, mate. Yeah. Um, his real name's Richard Smith, and O'Brien. Ah, oh, so boring. I know O'Brien is his maternal grandmother's name. Um, he was born in England, but they, uh, the family moved to New Zealand when he was 10, ah. and his dad started a sheep farm where he learnt to ride horses. And so he returned to England in, when he was 22 uh, in 1964, 
And his first film role is uh, he's a, a stunt rider in Carry On Cowboy. Oh, oh really? Yeah, <laughs> because he could do the stunt work because he could ride, he yeah. learn to ride horses and stuff like that. And he was on the stage then a few times. Yeah, he, d- he appeared in uh, he hmm. appeared in Hair and Jesus yeah. Christ Superstar, hmm. so you can kind of see yeah. the lineage of where you're getting the Rocky Horror. Um, Jesus Christ Superstar was directed by Jim Sharman, who directed the mm-hmm. Rocky Horror Show yeah. and the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, and uh, he also did some, uh, he did more musicals with the same composer guy called Richard Hartley, uh, TZ, Disaster, and The Stripper, which ah, had its yes. British premiere at the Queen's yes. Theatre in Hornchurch in 2009. We 15 were minutes from our house. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, we are so going to this. Yeah. And he was there, he was in the front row, seated in no, the audience, wasn't no, he, he about wasn't. a few rows back? No, he wasn't. He played, well, about, out then. he played about okay. three different characters oh. on this. <laughs> See, he, again, my bloody memory. <laughs> yeah, So he because pl- oh, I remember he played like a main character and then mm. there was a bar scene where they obviously had more men actors than women right. and it was him in a woman's wig sitting in a kind of out of the main light just sitting sipping a drink and I was like he's over there now look now what's he doing weird maybe was he in the audience was he in the audience when they did Rocky Horror then maybe maybe that's what I remember that from Uh, possibly because he obviously you know comes to this area so the Queen's Theatre do some quite good stuff yeah Yeah. Queen's Theatre Hornchurch picture yeah Mm. yeah definitely Um, he wrote songs for a film called The Return of Captain Invincible um, oh god is that the one with Christopher Lee where he plays a weird yes. S&M evil character I've not seen it I keep meaning uh, yeah. to get around to but yeah it. so he wrote songs for that um, he did release an album in 1998 called Absolute O'Brien mm-hmm. uh, which features songs from his one man review Disgracefully Yours where he played a character called Mephistopheles Smith mm-hmm. well, Richard O'Brien oh yeah that was it uh, he sort of he's has sort of oscillated between England and New Zealand because that's where his family settled and yeah. they, they stayed out there. He came back himself, but like his folks are out there and his brother and sister and stuff like that. Um, in 2004, the town of Hamilton put up a statue of riffraff to honour him. Wow. But in 2010, he tried to settle in New Zealand but was denied citizenship because yeah. he didn't meet their criteria. <laughs> because... Must not have written a transvestite transsexual stage show in the 70s. Sorry. A sexually, uh, a sexually yes, ambivalent horror yes. review with 50s influence and meatloaf. Mm. Um, but yeah, because he was over 55 and he didn't have a job. And it's like, yeah, mm. he doesn't have a job there. He's the fucker who wrote Rocky no, Horror. No. He's well off. Yeah, you know, don't worry about it. For himself. He's not going to ponce. Yeah. You know. um, but then there was a Facebook campaign and the, gov- the New Zealand gr- uh, government granted him an exemption. So now he holds dual New Zealand and Ooh. UK status. Excellent. But he lives in New Zealand. So that's, yeah. Um, yeah. So so as we've mentioned the Christmas ways, I feel the need to say one of my minor claims to fame is I built the website for the company that got the inquiry to build a staircase in the Crystal Maze. <laughs> <Millions. laughs> did they actually build the staircase? <laughs> yeah, they did. Oh, okay. Well, well yeah, they did they actually did. get the job and they wow. built it and it was successful, but it was, was it a staircase. Was it a crystal staircase <laughs> in the Crystal Maze? I, I don't know. I guess it was in industrial random. zone. They had, they had a few photos of it, Ooh. but I never actually really saw it. Well, all yeah. I can say and is I didn't watch you all hold it say we'd all be famous for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's about like one second. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he appears in Shock Treatment as well. Mm. Um, he's Mr. Hand in Dark City. 
Yes. Fucking love that film. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that that's, in a very That's long the time. one where it's all just a, one city. Yeah. And there's nothing outside it. Yeah. And it's spoiler alert. I mean, it is an old film. Yeah. Film. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it no. was Fico in Flash Gordon, uh, which obviously Flash Gordon gets a mention in yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, science fiction double feature. Yeah. Um, but not that version of Flash Gordon because obviously it comes after <laughs> Rocky yeah. Horror. Um, Lord Vladimir Helsibus in Elvira's Haunted oh, Hills. Oh, God, yeah, You'd yeah, forgotten yeah. that, you? Oh, I had completely forgotten. And I only watched that a couple of months ago. Uh, he's John, uh, he plays John D in Jubilee, uh, the Derek Jarman film, which also Little Nell's in. Uh, she plays a punk called Crabs. Um, he's in The Odd Job, a stunt rider in Karen Cowboy. Um, Gulnar in five episodes of Robin of Sherwood, where he oh. is the bollocks <laughs> he's this fucked up druid who he's with you not like, remember that I've, I've, seen, I've seen that enough yeah. times yeah. I should but seriously he, he was that. like he was like the servant to a warlord in it and then he came back in later episodes and became, and became like a main villain just towards the end of it okay. and he hmm. was fucking great in it because he's somewhere in it he's somewhere between like it's it, very riffraff but more now you said it, I'm thinking. Is that um, mm. who was the Robin? Yeah, it was it the dark or the blonde head? It was the blonde head, Jason uh, Connery. Oh, so I, I, I didn't quite get to those ones Not the second David. time I watched David it. David Proud? Uh, uh, Michael Proud. Michael, Michael Proud, Proud, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Dr. Fibes in Detectives, in The Detectives on Thin Ice. The Thin Man in Urban Gothic 13, which I've totally fucking mm-hmm. forgotten about. We should do some Urban Gothic episodes because not many people have seen I've it. I've never heard of that. That's true, I've not seen that in a long time. I haven't seen it in a very long time. I'll have a rewatch, see what's what's worth doing. Because mm. there's, there's great ones. Oh, and something called The Ink Thief, in which he played The Ink Thief and also sang and wrote the theme tune. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, obviously, marvellous. Yeah. He does look very much like Richard O'Brien, really. <laughs> Oh, what is the I was going to say it was the Robin of Sherwood. Yeah, yeah, it's he, just yeah, but yeah. he just yeah, he's just a yeah, fucking no, maniac. He was just evil, right. Yeah. He had this at one point. He just was able to. He, he had a sword, but it didn't actually have to touch you. Because mm. the Robin of Sherwood was a great fucking series. Yeah, no, that, that, that is that crazy. is the best. Yeah, yeah. all the Robins because it had all the myth. Because basically, it's not the boring version of it. Robin. Was yeah. the Game of Thrones the prequel? Yeah, yeah, because it has all like her really and like old folk, like English folklore and stuff. And I've said it before as well. The Sheriff of Nottingham, it's Blackadder two, like just over because Robin is not his main problem. Mm. Everything is his fucking yeah. problem. He, <laughs> hates, he is a grumpy. He hates yeah. living in England because yeah. obviously he's a French noble. He hates living in England. Yeah. He hates the fact that he's got to look after Guy of Gisborne, who's yeah. a petulant little twat. Um, he hates the king. Mm. He, he, you know, he hates William the Conqueror. He just hates everyone. And it's like Robin Hood is one just, more yeah. pain in the ass for everything else. And he is just yeah, mm. br- oh, he's fucking amazing in it. But they have some other great villains and then, you know, they bring magic into it and like yeah. say like Herman Hunter mm. and the whole English folklore stuff and things and it's just dark as fuck. There's some there's some fairly worrying stuff where men are in streams splashing each other. But then well, it cuts quickly back to the uh, to the Sheriff of Nottingham being Blackadder. So fighting yeah. men, it's fine. Ma- yeah. Marion's there too. Yeah, Marion's there to bolster it up as a beard. Yeah. 
Um, Ray Winston's Will yeah, Scarlet. Yeah. He yeah, is, that, that's, and he's genuinely fucking scary. Yeah. He's like a I really like him. Yeah, mm. and also the Saracen, who everyone yeah, wanted to be. Two swords. Yeah, excellent. If you haven't seen it, seriously yeah. great. Yeah. Nasir, that was it, and it was yes, that, that yes, was the one that yeah. there was a lot of arguments in the playground. Now I've got <laughs> Nasir, if not, it's like why are you Nasir? None of us, <laughs> none of us were bloody Turkish you know? <laughs> uh, or um, Arabian, rather. So yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I highly recommend that. Okay, yeah. But for Tim Curry, uh, yeah, he did four albums: "Read My Lips" in 1978, which is all covers. Uh, then 1979, "Fearless," and then 1981, "Simplicity." Uh, but he recorded an album prior to that, which was unreleased until 2010, uh, when it became available to download as From the Vaults. Oh. So that's why I laughed when it was just a hip from the vault. Yes. Mm. Um, also, uh, he had a stroke in 2012, and he's yes, now confined did. to a wheelchair. Yeah. So I'm assuming that he was in a wheelchair as the criminologist mm, in, was, um, yeah. in the, the remake thing. But yeah. And obviously Janet, we- uh, Janet Weiss, Susan Sarandon, who doesn't like to talk about it, uh, but won, she's won an Oscar for Dead Man Walking, a BAFTA for The Client. She's been well, no not- wonder she doesn't talk about this, then. Oh, yeah, there. she's nominated for there. four Oscars, no, yes. nominated for another BAFTA, mm. nominated for nine Golden Globes. But well. she's in The Hunger. I'm sure she's happy to talk about that, and that should be more embarrassing than Rocky Horror, to be well. honest. I like The Hunger, but I'm a David Bowie fan, so it's in the blood. Um... James Spofford in Witches of Eastwick, um, yeah, uh, Louise and Thelma and Louise, uh, The Client, White Palace, Lorenzo's Oil, which is a joke in Paul, um, the Simon Pegg, Nick Frost film. Okay. Yeah, there's is it there's Agent Soil or something like that, and his first name is Lorenzo. Ah. And it's like oh, so it's Lorenzo, and it's like. That is the most fucking obscure yeah. fucking reference. Why the hell did you do that? It was like sort of maybe they liked the film. Yeah, but well, it was like a film from like '92. But they they do insert loads of references. Oh all yeah, the time. yeah. Isn't there like in space mm. where it shows oh, yeah. you? Yeah. If you watch, the, if you listen to the um, yeah, you know, yeah. Television, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's Bart's ballet teacher in Homer versus Patty and Selma. Mm. Okay. Simpsons, yeah. Uh, and she's Doctor Wong, racist surname by the way, in Rick and Morty, Pickle Rick. Oh, yeah. awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. And the spider in James and the Giant oh, Peach. Oh, go there. On TV, she's, uh, we spoke about it recently, Bette Davis in Feud, which is the thing yes. about the uh, whatever happened to Baby Jane yeah. thing. Um, this I found really fascinating. She's She plays the Emperor Claudius's sister, La Villa, in a TV series called AD. Hmm. Um, and Patricia Quinn, who plays um, mm-hmm. Magenta, played exactly the same character. In I Claudius. Ah. So yeah, two Lavillas for the price of one. Mm. Um, obviously, she was in Lords of Salem, Hawk the Slayer, Monty P- Mrs. Williams in Monty Python: The Meaning of Life. Um, I remember that. Yeah, uh, she's. You know when John Cleese is the teacher and then his wife comes in and oh, they yeah, have yeah, sex. Yeah. yeah, that's Patricia Quinn. Oh, right. ah. So obviously in Lords of Salem, she now looks more like John Hurt playing um, <laughs> Quentin Crisp. Yeah, but. Um, Sylvia Daisy Pouncer in the Box of Delights. Um, yes, yes, she is. The Lars in, in Dragonfire, Doctor Who. Lucinda in the Hammer House of Horror Witching Time. Yep. Phil Tinker in Tales of the Unexpected. The Stinker. Oh, we've not seen that one yet, no. have we? Um, and various other bits and pieces. Yeah. And yeah. 
Poor Barry Bostwick don't really do much. Mm. No. He gets some films, again, mostly because he was in... But he Rocky was in Horror. Rocky Horror. Yeah. Mm. He's oh, done it. Good in it, been there, done it. has 15 minutes, yeah. if not well. an hour and a half. Oh, he is, yeah. he is Roosevelt in a film called FDR, American Badass. Which looks I like it. watched some of that. Oh, I watched no, about oh, half of it. Fair enough. Funnily enough, we were talking about Tales of Halloween earlier. Uh, he's Mr. Abaddon in The Night Billy Raised Hell, which is one of the good segments. Oh, is he really? You know, the the demon who... Yeah. The, yeah, and then the kid knocks on it, the trick-or-treater knocks on his door, and then the kid goes out and yes. raises hell, yeah. I did not know that. Ah. But yeah, he's in a lot of like... Part twos and part threes. He was in a TV show that I recognised earlier when I was looking him up, but I'd never seen him. Hawaii Five-O? No. Nip Tuck? No. Like Charlie's a more Angels? recent one. More recent, but like 90s. Th- oh, Thoden in Lex the Dantone no. series. I saw him in that as well. Mm. I like, had a bit of a Rocky Horror one with that. It's two episodes in a row that had Rocky Horror people in it. Yeah. Weird. Mm. But, um, the price of one. Yeah. Oh, the funny noise today. Weekend at Burnley's 2. You know. Oh, yeah, it's not great. Bless him. So... I like yeah. talk. Oh, interesting note. Meatloaf. Obviously, we were mm. talking about like Meatloaf's acting career and obviously the fact that he's in Fight Club. Yeah. Um, and Robert Paulson. Yeah. In um, Wes was telling me in in some some places in America, when they do the Rocky Horror like participation sing along version, yeah. when they reveal Eddie's corpse, mm. members of the audience say his name is Robert Paulson. You know, oh, which really? is the bit in Fight Club yeah, where yeah. his name was Robert Paulson. Oh. He was a man, or whatever it is. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. So they should include we that mix bit. Genres? Mm. Is that a thing? I, th- I mean, is that. Should we mix genres? I what have you just watched? Well, I think that's allowed <laughs> in this. What I mean is. It's all part of the. Ruin, not ruin, no. Should you. Uh, change something mm, that's yes. become a. Exactly. It yeah. has to evolve. Yeah. It has to evolve. It should evolve, yeah. Yeah. He should, okay. Um, he's in Blood Rain. Leonid in Blood Rain. Mm. Oh, I've got Blood Rain. Oh, fair enough. I think I've got the first two or three. Tiny in Wayne's World, Scum in Scavenger Hunt. Um, he's in a really good uh, Masters of Horror. I nearly called it Welcome to Horror. <laughs> uh, he's in a really good Masters of Horror, Dario Argento one called Pelts. Oh, uh, he's credited in that as Meatloaf a Day, which me and Dean thought might just be a pun on eat meat loaf yeah, yeah, every yeah. day uh, but no his real name is Marvin a day so oh. sometimes he's credited as meat loaf a day and oh. sometimes he's just meat loaf um, like you said he's in the he's in the Glee thing Tales from the Crypt uh, Monsters The Equaliser every musician was in The Equaliser at some point <laughs> Roger Daltrey Adam Ant uh, John Cale from the Bloody Velvet Underground <laughs> so yeah it's um so, yeah, we watched Shock Treatment, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Which yeah. I, I quite enjoyed Shock Treatment. Mm, yeah. But it's because um, apparently Barry Bostwick would have returned because obviously it's got Brad and Janet mm. yeah. uh, in it. Because um, cause what is it? It's, it? Yeah, the original title of Shock Treatment was the Brad and Janet show. Mm. Um, but um, Susan Sarandon wouldn't come back. Barry Bostwick couldn't because he was doing something else so he yeah. couldn't uh, film it. The only other characters that reappear are... Ralph and Betty Halpshat, yeah, the two yeah, who are getting married yeah. in this, yeah, and but and the guy who plays Ralph plays him in Shock Treatment, so he's the only person mm-hmm. in Shock Treatment playing the same character it's from also Rocky Horror. Yes, but obviously there's um, a lot of other, and his wife is Ruby Wax in it. Yes, so like yeah. recast, yeah, Ruby right. Wax is recast, and 
Um, although no, I did note that while no other Rocky actors replies their earlier roles, uh, Richard O'Brien and Patricia Quinn play brother and sister again. Mm. Yeah. Um, then Is it Rick Mail in it. Rick Mail's in it. Well, yeah. And yeah. John Candy. And, yeah. And um, starting to remember more and more. Now. Yeah, because like because um, Little Nell's in it, and there's a there's a few other people as well. I mean, like one of the <laughs> there's a whole cast. I think you're fine. Oh yeah. No, but there was quite a few people who were in. Uh, oh, Charles Gray's in it. Ah. Um, he's uh, Judge Oliver Wright. Mm. Um, yeah, and a few of the a few of the uh, background Transylvanians were. In it as well, but yeah, they, they, that guy's the only one. Ralph Hapshat is the only one who's named, like, as, named yeah. and is a continue. Well, it's the it's the same character, but also the same actor. Um, and the uh, Richard O'Brien did write a sequel to Rocky Horror called Revenge, supposedly hmm. called Revenge of the Old Queen, which okay. started going into pre production at Fox, but didn't go anywhere. Uh. However, I've also seen some places where they say Richard O'Brien has denied... Well, any knowledge of it. Well, well not any knowledge of it, but it. there's scripts that have been leaked online of it. Uh, but Richard O'Brien, like he, some, his management have stated that's definitely not, not the script. Okay. Whether that means that he didn't do it at all, or whether that's, well, that's just, just that's not the false the real, script yeah, that's yeah. out there. Um, then he did... Because the reason they did shock treatment was... Um, For money? No, Tim Curry didn't want to do, didn't want to reappear, so they couldn't do. That two of them. I mean, frankly, I mean, frankly, Frank. Mm. Damn it, Jan. He was killed in it. He, he gets killed in it, killed but it, I mean, you know, it's sort of it's half and half in it, I suppose, really. But uh, yeah, he didn't want to do it, and Jim Sharman wanted to do something other than like Rocky Horror. Yeah. And it does move on, like it's quite sort of 80s, like yeah. 90s yeah, set yeah. in a way, isn't Yeah, because it's all set so it's in... still weird, but it's sort of moved on, which it's... I think makes sense. Because it's... they're still living in Denton, mm. but Denton is the output of a TV station. Yeah. It gets yeah. really meta and... Yeah. yeah. I quite enjoyed yeah, it Yeah, it's that. quite clever, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then in no... late 90s, um, Richard O'Brien worked on a sequel called Rocky Horror The Second Coming. Which he was going to do as a theatre production and then possibly a film, but again, just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but again, it's a bit of a shame. But yeah. I think now. Is it I though? mean, I think it's. Yeah. It's, been, it's done, it's had its time. and Yeah, I think it's better that everyone's rest. gone yeah. and sort of. Uh, it, it stays alive with the sing alongs and everything yeah. else. And, yeah, true. And even the say, the way when we've seen it at different places, even the stage show is done slightly differently. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's time. nice that it yeah. can be taken and sort of, you know. So I feel like I've ticked off one th- more thing on my bucket list. Yes, what, what but you I probably should go to see it. Yeah, well, yes. when it is on next. Yes, and I, and I still want to go to the. Although obviously I hate singing, okay. I have a real sing problem along. with people singing. But I still want to go and see it at the Prince Charles mm. for for the the sing along. So uh, yeah, the uh, Jim Sharman did feel, uh, did shock treatment, obviously. Something called Summer of Secrets, which sounds really weird, which is like some mad scientist, but Little Nell's in it. Okay. And one of the guys who's one of the Transylvanians, and like she gets kidnapped, and then there's weird brain surgery going on. Something called Night of the Prowler, where a woman gets attacked, or gets sort of perved by this prowler, but then she attacks him, and then becomes a prowler herself, and starts going around people's houses. Okay. And something called Shirley Thompson versus the Aliens. And they all sound like... But basically, every single one of them sounds like it's going to be on either Movie Drone, the old Alex Cox thing, or Not For Everyone podcast. It's sort of <laughs> one or the other. 
Uh, and one of the producers on it was Michael White, who is uh, whose main thing for me is he did the comic strip presents. He was like yeah, the yeah. producer who did that and cameoed in it a lot and stuff. But excellent, yeah, there's a lot, mm. a lot, a lot in there. There is, but I have to say, yeah, I enjoyed it tonight. I yes, did yeah. enjoy watching it. It was good and well done. That was a very uh, comprehensive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, well done on that. That's why they call them comprehensive schools, not boring schools. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound quite as good. <laughs> um, I, I just took a fucking deep dive on it. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll just, I'll, I'll make some notes quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and before you Fuck know me, it, you know. Rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, there. rabbit yes. hole, and suddenly it's like, oh yeah, I remember when Richard O'Brien released that album, and oh, mm-hmm. fucking Jim yeah. Harris released albums. And, yeah. yeah, there's so much going on with all of them. I think they've all had such illustrious careers since it's, Mm-hmm. And it, yeah, it isn't fair to talk about some ones and not somebody else's. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, so it's good. Homework is to go and listen to all of their albums yeah. Mm, yeah. and uh, compare notes. I think. Um, on the subject of that, for when we next return, so obviously uh, this will be coming on, coming out around the fourteenth of October. Yeah, I believe I think it's around then. Yeah. Um, so our next episode will be literally dropping three days before Halloween. On the 28th of October. Um, so what we're going to do as a little special treat is we are going to return uh, to our hashtag Ask Welcome to Horror. Um, so if you've got any questions, there's still plenty of time, uh, please send them in at hashtag Ask Welcome to Horror um, or message any of us on Instagram, DM us, um, and we'll be happy to uh, to take your questions. Yep. Um, and also, so in addition to that, just to bolster it, because it's not a full episode's worth, but I think it's one of the things that initially got me into Halloween as a season, um, back when I was a child, before I was a massive fan of horror. Um, we are going to watch The Worst Witch um, and have a little chat about that. Again, back to Tim Curry, and as we discussed earlier, uh, Miss Cackle. Um, so, yeah. We'll be watching The Worst Witch, so go and watch The Worst Witch. Um, if you was Miss Peckle a childhood crush for you? No. No, she was the old one. Oh, yeah. oh, Miss Hardbroom was the attractive one. That would be cool. That was meant to be the joke. Miss Hardbroom, oh, Diana Rigg. It's, oh, okay. it's only because Lee's mentioned her about ten Ooh. times today. Oh, yeah. I see, okay. You and I'm going to get some rig action? Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, I'm fine with that then. Yeah. Have you yes. not seen The Worst Witch? No. <gasps> oh, so two, uh, Chris has seen it though. Yeah, oh, it's I've seen going to be loads. a reversal. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I've never seen it. I've never seen The Worst Witch. Oh, what? Yes. Chris, maybe you need to do the background research next oh, time then. And Adam needs to be the, you know, lamb to the slaughter. The sponge. Yes. <laughs> Are you a sponge or a stone? You just take and take and take. Um, <laughs> yes, Diana Rigg plays um, Miss Hardbroom in it. Yeah, and it's, it's great. It, it's a proper kid's hour-long TV show, Halloween special, but we got it at a time when we didn't get Halloween specials, so it was like a massive thing, and it really introduced me to what Halloween is. And I think a lot of the things that I look at, at now as Halloween all came from that from that show. Witches mm. and kittens. Yes. Mm. What like that? And broomsticks and... Yeah, cat, cat. Mm-hmm. Oh. So for the benefits of the tape, it's a kitten and a witch's hat. <laughs> so... Uh, go and watch uh, The Worst Witch if like Adam you have not um, read the books as well there's uh, three books four books um, 
do that. Hashtag ask welcome to horror, and we will see you all in a fortnight's time. Enjoy your Halloween season. Bye. Bye. Told us